0: We're live. I'm just going to look up
1: Spice Girls songs how <laughs> I can find out which one
2: is her stance. That is, that is what we come to when we're live. Yeah, obviously.
0: Austin, often
2: girls. Um, wannabe! It's Wannabe. Can you, yes, can that's the you one I adjust was that, that one to the yeah. right, Austin? It's just a little bit off camera. If you want
0: to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends.
2: Attention. What is it? Um, something lasts something.
3: Something lasts forever, but friendship
0: never end. end. Which is a stupid lyric. Oh, it is. It like, really is. The whole um, song is kind of stupid lyric. I, I have to look up the lyrics. But
1: apparently, if you cry out "Wannabe," you can oust uh, a giant uh, plane-eating monster from the back by splitting the plane in half, and somehow your half will survive. And its half will fall into the sea until its stand eventually consumes the entire
2: planet.
0: Oh my god!
2: <laughs> Jojo conversation aside. <laughs> um, welcome back, everyone, to Storm Earth and Fire. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. We had an hour's worth trying to get the stream up and running. Thank you, XSplit. split um, But we are live now. Suck. And we are back. Uh, with this Warcraft RPG campaign, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because we just lost an hour trying to get set up, and people have deadlines at the end of the day, so we have to end on time. Um, but let's go ahead
0: and introduce our player character, starting with John. I'm John, and I'm playing Garrick, the uh, Orc um, Spirit Champion, which is an archetype of a paladin currently in progress. Yep,
2: it's complete <laughs> now. I put it. It's it's, it's on the document. I'll have to look at it. Uh, and Holly.
3: I'm Holly. I'm playing uh, Shiana Flame Carver, and she is a rogue assassin.
1: And Awesome. Hi. Uh, this is Snecfriend. He's playing Snecfriend, and Snecfriend Friend uh, has a hunter companion who's a
2: troll. Also <laughs> known as Jangatal Wildwalker. Um, by some. By, by the people yeah, right. that talk to him. Cloud be good. Uh, Sometimes. Um, and Rudy? Hey, I'm Rudy, I'm playing Brick Earth Whisperer, Torin Runemaster. And I try and say your name, and I say
0: Jackery, but Zachary. Hi, apparently my name is Jack. Um. (laughs) We already have one, we don't need another. And I'm playing
1: Leaf Ironmender, the Tinker Holy Priest.
2: And Stan is not here today. um, He has
1: been turned into a Murloc. (laughs)
2: Um, but when last we left off our heroes, um, the <coughs> group of them, after having formed their own guild, the Soaring Fang, um, decided to take up the uh, request for aid in the, in the Twilight Highlands, as, it is, as, it, as the Arathi Highlands have come to be known recently. Um, with the group of them boarding a zeppelin to head towards Undercity and make their way there. Um, they boarded the zeppelin along with a pair of other individuals, um, a, a orc shaman and a maghar uh, orc hunter. Uh, and the entire group, uh, as the zeppelin was passing over the maelstrom, uh, were attacked by a black dragon. Uh, not deathling, right. but a black dragon. Um, and black dragon. Well, we're still alive, hence not Deathwing. Yep. Um, and after after the defeat of said black dragon is where we pick up, as the group winds down as Garrick had been beneath trying to tend to the spirits and hopefully keep them calm enough to keep the Zeppelin afloat while the dragon was attacking, uh, and now emerges from below decks as the group cleans off what remains of the dragon from the deck as its body plummets into the sea below.
3: As you come out of an NPC comma
0: out of the NPC core.
2: Well, he was communing with the
1: Spirits of Wind to prevent the airship from being plunged into the vortex.
0: Yeah. I was keeping this alive. Right.
1: <laughs> and the so, goblin has gone about building things.
0: So, As as the...
2: As the... Uh, oh. The oh. dragon's body plummets to the earth, the, <clears throat> the, the hunter sort of tends to his wolves. The maghar sort of... Um, taking some bandages and tending to the wounds of the two wolves that are at, that are at his side, while the, uh, the shaman uh, woman just kind of slowly brushes her hair out of her face as she sort of just takes a deep breath as the healing rain that she had conjured uh, fades away. Um, the fire is extinguishing as she just takes a breath for a minute, and everything just slowly begins to calm as you are with the chopping sound of the blades of the Zeppelin and the rush of the ever present storm of the maelstrom, which is just off to the south.
0: Is everyone alright? I'm alive. How old are you, are you looking? Um
3: I think the healing rain
0: you should be at full with the healing rain. Oh
3: should I? that
0: <laughs> be good. There you go. How many points do you huh? Fifty two. I'm alright. <laughs> took quite a hit though. But you uh, heal? Yes. You've all healed. Please. Do I die again? I'm trying not to. It oh. was a dragon. Does these up zap- <laughs> look? Yeah, how significantly damaged. Uh,
2: it's definitely taken some hits, but the goblin crew are sort of rushing about trying to uh, get things back underway. I'll use mending where I can to try to get it back
1: in one piece.
2: And the the goblin captain kind of steps down. And you see the, the the captain who you've probably seen in passing as the ship t- as the ship took off is a goblin um, with sort of uh, his brown hair tied back into a large top-knock ponytail. His head is otherwise bald, and he's got these two very large, garish, golden hoop earrings. Uh, wearing a sort of like blue brocade vest uh, with sort of brown, well 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 put together leather gloves, and he's sort of very. Captain-looking brown boots. As he sort of, very much, has the look of a sky captain, if there, if there ever was to say one. Um, and as he sort of steps down from the from the mat from the uh, from the wheel, and well, all right, ah, good to see our passengers are at least good enough to defend themselves. Is this normally dragon season? Not normally, no. Uh, usually, the trip right. across the maelstrom pretty quiet. and we, we weren't even passing over the Dragon Isles. So, uh. Just some very bad luck.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. While I was commuting with the spirits, did I get any sort of sense as to what might have drawn this dragon here?
2: Uh, roll me a religion. Mm, just roll me a spirit check. That should be your wisdom. Yeah. 14. 14. <clears throat> um. There was definitely some heavy disturbance coming from the direction of the Maelstrom, which, as you sort of gather your bearings, you realize must have been where the dragon flew in from. From somewhere in the direction of the Maelstrom.
0: The dragon came from the Maelstrom, for whatever that's worth.
2: Eh, yeah, that ain't good. There ain't supposed to be anything really worth living on near the Maelstrom.
0: Do I know anything about land that might be accessible in the middle of the Maelstrom? As a shaman, or as a shaman trained individual, his Romy history. <laughs> Fifteen. Um,
2: typically speaking, uh, the Maelstrom is just a gigantic ship-destroying storm that leads to a giant whirlpool in the center of the, in the, in the, center of the, the sort of the map of the world. Um, there might the only land that one might expect to find are just heavy outcroppings of rock, right there in the middle. Um, like heavy outcroppings of rock that might serve basically as something that someone could beach themselves on. There's not really a land mass, per se. <coughs> it's right there. The angry it's
0: where the It's where the Well of Eternity was.
2: Not that you know that, but...
0: No, not that, not that the characters know that. <coughs> I know that. Yep. That's what that. That's what happens when elves get turned into trolls. No, trolls get turned into elves. When trolls get turned into elves, and when naga and elves get turned into
2: naga. Yeah, <laughs> and when demons try and use a well for. for There's a lot of stuff happened in the war. In in the. A lot of stuff
0: camps. happened. Ev- we that, that that used to be the center of the of the one continent. Yeah, everything got spread out. There used to be one continent. Then the maelstrom happens.
3: <laughs>
2: But, as, as everything sort of quiets down, the captain sort of looks around at the group. Uh, it's a good thing that you guys are at least able to defend yourselves. I don't know, uh... I don't know if we'll see any more dragons, but I guess keep your eyes open. Uh... Uh... Jeric! Uh, he's just pointing at the Maghar. Uh, keep that gun of yours loaded, I guess. I don't know if uh, we could expect anything else. I hope not. And he kind of turns around and heads back up to the wheel. Hey! At at this point, the the shaman, the female, sort of looks over at the group of you. You all are capable. May I ask where you're headed?
0: I have it the Twilight Highlands.
3: Highlands.
0: Yeah.
1: <coughs> We're headed <coughs> to the Arafi Highlands. All of the, uh, Twilight's hammer activity there.
2: Mm-hmm. That is where I am headed as well. <coughs> hmm. And my companion, Jarrah. Part of a larger group, or...? Uh, just the two of us at the moment.
1: certainly a long voyage for a small group.
2: Well... I have questions that need answering, and perhaps... um, A journey to find answers is one that one will make long distances for, perhaps.
0: I can respect that.
2: but why are all of you heading towards the Highlands? Well, we are part of a newly formed
1: guild, simply, mostly, trying to find work, hopefully deal with this Twilight's Hammer problem. Figure with the skills that we've gained from our own work in the military that we will be... Particularly qualified to aid in that region of the world.
3: Hmm.
1: Uh, uh, Hopefully, well. might be able to find something uh, more permanent, something a bit more stable eventually. But uh, for back. now, it's a job and one that certainly needs doing. She's an orc, yes. yes.
2: Does she have any like clan markings? Not that are not that are visible now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I haven't introduced myself. Uh, my companion is J-Rock, um, uh, who comes from Outland with the Maghar. Um, I thought I turned your notifications off. <coughs> Silent. Anyway, um, the uh, and I am known to most as um, Gumash. Uh, which most of you speak Orcish, you know is the Orcish term for um, Heart of the Mountain.
0: <laughs> Iron Leaf Ironmender. Derek Cloudspeaker. It's good to meet all of you. Br- uh, Rick Earth Whisperer.
3: Shiana Clankarger. And. This is Jengatal.
2: It's good to meet all of you.
1: Jengatal is still. Butzing around with the dragon skin and teeth trying to figure out their properties.
0: long reading flight to, to Hopefully, our uh, usual luck doesn't continue. Is this something that happens to you often? The last time we were on an airship, it crashed. Well, let's try and rather Let's try and prevent that from happening, shall It would be preferable, yes. In fact, the last two times we were in a nation, we crashed. Twice now. Yes. Perhaps the third time is the challenge. Then. The first time it was the elements, the second time it was the alliance. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we got hit by a storm, and then we got hit by a cannon.
3: <laughs> I can't believe we keep getting the troll to go back on these.
0: Frankly, I'm surprised Uh-oh. the rest of us are also still on these.
1: Fair. Well, when the alternative was highly expensive, highly experimental magic... Um, Hmm. At least if something goes wrong here we can do something about it instead of being flung to some far off dimension I'd rather not end up in the Twisting Nether, thank you very much No,
2: that would be unpleasant Gumash says as she kind of looks across the group of you You all look very young Just finished our uh service with the military in fact. You already had such interesting experiences. I
0: served during the third war.
2: Mm.
3: What he means is he's a whole year older than the rest of us.
0: Two. I'm oh, two I'm years sorry.
3: Older than the rest he's whole two years older than the rest of us.
1: Well, considering a lot of time in those two years. Oh, no. <laughs> considering recent events in the world, even a single year is
2: quite a long time. Well, I... this is true, and I suppose I can't really speak to the trials that one might have faced in the Third War, all things considered. But... It's... I'm surprised that each of you seem to have such experience in so little time. And as she says this, you sort of get a better look at it, and you realize that she is probably you would call it middle-aged for an orc, um, but she sort of carries herself with this sort of straight-backed energy. And you can sort of, those of you with a connection to the spirits, can sort of feel their presence almost as if they are keeping her up. That of you. <laughs> I mean, the priest <laughs> has a little, a little bit, bit of a connection there. Um, you, can sort of, you can sort of feel them at her back, as if they are assisting, keeping her moving from day to day. But she she seems to carry herself well for what would normally be around the middle age, and if with with an orc that's dangerously close to dead by battle or. You know. But she doesn't she doesn't seem to be bending under the weight of any amount of years.
0: <laughs> well, I've lost track of time because I was communing with the spirits. Do we know how much longer this flight is going to be? Probably about three days. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple days.
2: Communing with the spirits. Because you are right about there. You're north of the maelstrom right now.
0: Communing with the spirits. And you're going there. Communing with the spirits causes you to feel like, you know, you spent a week when it's only been a few minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I know the sensation because Who was looking at you. I was I was
0: tutor was under Samuro and Kartzar. Uh, yeah, uh, Samuro nice. was you're a teacher among the,
2: the warriors, I did, I but like um my my the uh you mostly <laughs> learned the art of the shamans just from those who were in the Valley of Trials. Yeah. Um I just you were, know. You I were I was, one of those who studied under Groll when he started teaching, but after that Amount of time learning more was mostly just from those who were around. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Uh, The the major, the major, the major shaman tutor was the one who issued your omrigor, which was the troll whose name (laughs) I need to find because my notes aren't anywhere. Um,
0: uh, Was that the lights flickering, or was that just me? Yeah, it was lights (laughs) flickering. I bumped oh, the. Austin was messing with stuff and things started flickering. I bumped the space
1: heater and so it drew more power for a se- or it stopped drawing power for a second. So
3: else?
0: For a second. Okay. Turns out space heaters you use a lot of power. They do. It's almost like they turn that power into raw heat. I blame the beings possessing your phone. The
1: Maybe they phone. Maybe they're just spreading. Look, he's friendly.
3: Is he? Does sure? he needs to stop calling me at two a.m.? That's not.
2: Oh yeah, friendly. it was.
0: It was Spirit, spirit Speaker Russ June was the 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 one who issued Joramor Gore. I'm just. I'm and, and I'm not asking for any particular reason. I'm just trying to keep my notes or update my notes because I lost my character sheet when I had a car crash.
3: Mm. <laughs> mm.
2: Um. She she sort of looks out over the the ocean towards the Maelstrom. So you're all looking for work, I suppose, at that point.
0: Well, we have a job. So you're you're traveling Mm -hmm. to
2: undertake this task.
0: We are indeed. Well. I wish you luck on your goal. You and yours. That's a
2: little more difficult, but yes. It's not exactly easy to have luck in discovery.
0: Sorry, it's it's a very long story. If you feel free, if you feel like sharing, we do have several days. <laughs> <laughs> we do it that a long and boring
1: voyage and. Seems like our resident Tinker has gotten caught up in some of the festivities. Certainly would be nice to hear something other than uh, whatever technological mischief he's gotten into. Well. Aren't you also a Tinker? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Not a mischievous one. Even for me he talks at a mile a
2: minute. That is the way of goblins, isn't isn't it, though? So it would seem. Well, to perhaps apply a little bit of explanation what I can, um, I mentioned that I couldn't really speak to the hardships of the Third War. I honestly don't know. Um, I'm known as uh, Gumash because I was found in the ashes of Blackrock Mountain, sometime ago. I don't remember anything from before that. So traveling back to the Eastern Kingdoms to see if I can perhaps discover some of my past. Um, they uh, I was found by some of the Horde expedition forces.
0: Does she look like Blackrock No. Yeah,
2: yeah. She, she has none of the darker tone, none of the darker intonation that is common with a black rock orc. She's got standard very vibrant green skin and sort of long reddish reddish black hair. Um, she's got uh, the sort of very sort of crimson and orange robes uh, with sort of bone uh, bracers and, and uh, the, the skull of a raptor on her left shoulder uh, one magician, not and a pair of axes. And found among the mountain, and with uh, no recollection of prior time. Uh, Jarek, uh, she says, indicating the, the the Maghar, was one of the ones who uh, originally located me in in the foot of the mountain. <laughs> and has been kind enough to follow me on my journey to see if perhaps I could find anything. Um, but I have been unable to find any family or relations in Kalimdor, so I thought hmm. perhaps looking back towards the Eastern Kingdoms, where I was found. Well, what
0: you in your journey?
1: No hints or names perhaps to look for, simply
2: any belongings you were found with. I was found in tattered brown garb, and that was about all that was with me.
3: Hmm. I'm
1: a... well, if we could offer you any aid, I'm
2: sure we would, but... Well, I think perhaps we might meet again at some point, and who knows, perhaps... Perhaps our paths will intertwine. Who knows? Faint does certainly work in mysterious ways. Still. It has been good to converse with new people. Indeed.
1: So. I forget, what
2: element are black dragons in this setting? Uh, earth, technically.
0: Mm-hmm. Lava.
2: They they have they have dominion. Well, they did uh, have dominion over the deep places of the earth, and were tasked with safeguarding the things that are that are sealed beneath the earth. Hmm. Um,
0: their breath is lava. They breathe lava. Nice. And they bleed lava too. <coughs>
3: huh.
0: Well, Deathwing <coughs> does. And therefore, by extension, all black
2: dragons do. Death, Deathwing is an aspect. He's a little bit different. <laughs> Yeah, because otherwise it would have
1: kind of been problematic with you know harvesting pieces of the dragon on the ship.
0: It's just obsidian, though. <laughs> Don't think that's how lava works, but okay.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
2: they uh, they have an affinity for caves and deep places, and just the the elemental aspect of earth.
0: Hmm. The one that I'm diametrically opposed to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Woo.
1: I forget, because I was yeah, I was talking more about the water spirits. Yeah.
2: Those two were earth. Well, one was earth, one was wilds. I mean the sphere of life. Mm, Alright, yes.
0: spirit of air. air. Yes. Well, I can see all the winged serpents. The Chigmatal is constantly trying to see. Uh, you have a snake. Yes. He has wings. Didn't you add the wings to him? No. Oh, he has no. Wings. He, he grew them. Oh, actually, now. has wings. Okay. He, yeah, he can fly.
1: At some point, he just started growing wings, and none of us questioned it. Well, you might have.
3: That's why we're the soaring thing.
1: Because you have a winged snake yes. as your mascot. Because it was his idea. and Nobody had a pattern one.
3: Throughout
1: the assassins. But I didn't like that. <coughs> That's what I said. We
3: don't better
2: one. Yes. We also shot down the idea the, of the SS. So the, 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 the assassins <laughs> the, the, there's uh, more than one. The yeah, they were originally going for the soaring snakes, and I was like, no one is going to call you the SS. <gasps>
3: I think Stan is the one that brought that up. <laughs> Stan was yeah. the one who brought that up
0: the, the, the <laughs> <connection> with SS. they we're the SS. No. And at that point everyone was like, okay, no. <laughs> oh man. Garrick would have let you guys decide because he doesn't care. <laughs> but you have...
2: 3 days of travel, if there's any important questions or conversations you need to have with anybody. I, I will
0: help fix the ship in any way that I can, my blacksmithing yep. abilities. I will try to
1: learn from various things, and there's probably plenty of things that we
2: don't, that we're trying to figure out still, but... Yeah. Are there any conversations you guys need to have with each
0: other or with anyone else?
1: Nothing of tremendous importance. I mean, it doesn't matter if
0: it's of tremendous importance. <laughs> I've got nothing. Okay. My
1: character is not exactly the conversing type. I am however trying to play around with this dragon skin and the dragon fangs and try to see if I can figure out
2: their properties. I mean, You have the ability to make basic equipment out of the remains of something that you killed, so yes. If there are any leftover fangs I'll try to make a dagger out of one. But. I don't know if I you make daggers out of dragon fangs. How big are these fangs? Uh, they vary in size. Some of them could be used for a particularly <laughs> large dagger.
0: I'm I'm eight six. Most of them can be used as daggers for me.
1: <laughs> so, well, first question, I suppose. Um, obviously, uh, so spears are one of the things I can create. Yeah. Um, sure. I imagine it would not be hard to make uh, some a pair of spears with the dragon fang. Probably not. Any special anything special
0: about them, or they just look cool? Uh, you would have to test them to find out. <laughs> I see something living, or can I? Could I analyze them and see with my detect magic ability? I mean, they're not, they're, they're not so magical magic. Magic,
1: like that's the thing is, like yeah. that's what I'm doing. Like I probably
2: crafted. Um, they're particularly sharp. So I mean, as far as spears go, they're pretty solid.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. So I've
1: definitely done that, and then masterworks. Uh, the dragon's skin, uh, uh, like, it easily works some into a hide, into a hide-covered shield. Uh, yep. uh, but I don't have enough to make any significant type of armor, uh, except, I suppose, leather, theoretically. So I'm going to go ahead and do. For now, I'm going to do a, a, a dragon-hide-covered shield, and I'm going to make. Uh, f- uh, three dragon tooth spears. That works. And I'm gonna I'm gonna play around with the fangs and see if they have any special properties. See if I can, and and and, uh, and the the shield I'm gonna, you know, test hitting it with things and see how it takes blows.
2: The shield um is pretty solid actually. Like it, it holds up really well. Um, the thing that you do notice is that the the shield itself. Um, retains and diffuses heat very effectively. Like, holding it up to an open flame, it doesn't even really seem to heat up at all. Okay. Um, the, the scales very much seem to... Um, and hiding as much of yourself as is possible behind the shield, you barely feel any heat from anything on the opposite side of it. Okay. It's very It's very effective at diffusing heat. Um, what that might mean, you're not certain in terms of combat capacity, but
1: yes. So it's but it's good for heat. No, it's good to know for when I have well, I've got the rest of this leather. Um, actually Can you that's leather, it's not like
2: scales. Yeah it's it, it is scales, but it's it's all adhered to a, a, a leather hide. Mm-hmm. So it's you could peel the scales off one by one, but that would take a long time and would sort of be falling out of your field of expertise. Yeah. Um. So I, but I
1: could make uh, I don't know enough for like a suit of armor, but I could could I make a cloak out of the rest of it? Probably. Okay. So we'll go either that or what kind of armor do you, does Shiana wear?
3: She's got leather armor.
1: She does. She does the leather working, so. Interesting. Because um, you're the only one who wears the. Because you wear heavy armor, you wear heavy armor, you don't wear, don't wear armor, don't wear armor, armor at all. Well, brick wears. Uh, <laughs> I don't wear armor, but I can add my wisdom modifier to my armor class anyway, yeah. so. So, in the, yeah, in that case, I would. See, so yeah, I'd make the shield for myself, and then I would take the, the rest of it. To she, Shiana, and show it to her, and uh, hold it up against her, uh, her chest, and and motion for her to wear it.
3: Is it? Did you make it into armor?
1: No. Okay. I'm not. I, I can make crude would. items. I can't make armor. But she said you're a, le- you're a leather worker. Yeah.
3: Uh, she'll look at the material.
2: Uh, as far as far as leather working goes, it's pretty solid stuff. Like it's, uh. it's. It's hide. It has the properties of like scaly hide, which you could theoretically, if, if you wanted to work with the scales, they're tough enough that they're not made of metal, but they're very tough. You could theoretically make a suit of scale mail out of them um, if you wanted to, but you could just as easily um, treat it more like leather than scales and could make uh, more leather suits uh, with it. Now, to clarify, I don't have enough to make a suit of scale mail. Yeah, you don't, have enough, you don't have enough mass to
1: make that, but... But if you were to cut it into thinner pieces, we could definitely... Make some leather, yeah. Now, would, would the scales make it more of a studded leather, or would it be just straight leather? Probably
2: more like studded leather, okay. as far as i go. Watch out, there's a child's oh, foot behind you. Sorry.
3: Um, then she'll probably work on it, so.
2: Sure. Uh, you got three days if yeah. you want to work with it. You can go ahead and roll me three leatherworking checks.
3: Okay. What am I rolling for this? Uh,
2: that will be, uh, d20 plus your proficiency, unless you have expertise in leatherworking. I don't know what you chose your expertise in. Um. I
3: don't
2: I know if you marked just... what you chose your expertise is for.
3: Wait,
0: um. Yeah, no, you marked it. Where? Oh yes. Right there. Doesn't look like you put any in your tool proficiencies. No. I don't have it marked.
1: For okay. So yeah, you don't have it in tool proficiencies. So yeah, just just be
2: your proficiency bonus of three plus plus okay. your. We'll say working with leather, working with dragon scale. Um, can go ahead and use your agility. Okay.
3: So agility plus three.
2: Yes. 15 15 and make me two more
3: Okay There we go Um
2: 20 All right.
3: And
2: the last one And
3: 17 15
2: 20 and 17 Give me I'm sorry uh, 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 uh. And then studded leather So yeah, um, at the yeah, I would say it takes about um, at the end of the three days, you're probably about especially with the with the with the t- with the 120, and you're probably about halfway through the, cre- the creation process <coughs> of this leather armor. It'll probably take you about three or four more days. To finish it up, but it's it's looking good. Like you, you've got a pretty solid base of, of leather here. Give it enough time, you'll be able, probably be able to make a full suit.
3: Uh, All right.
1: And is there anything special about the the fang spears as, as
2: I experiment with thrusting in them into things and stuff? Um, they definitely they they pierce very effectively. They they don't they seem to hold their edge no matter what you shove them into. So they don't they don't wear at all. They they definitely don't seem to wear out.
1: So if I if I even take like something that's metal and I just start
2: whacking it against it, yeah, the fangs holds pretty well. In fact, okay. the steel would chip before the fang would. Awesome, good to know. Um, and <clears throat> what that it, you suspect that it might have very niche properties against specific creatures, um, but against substances you're basically learning that it, it is the superior substance against most things. Cool. Um, but, and the, you would suspect that if the, if one of these spears was going to break, the haft would break before the spearhead would.
1: Alright, so yeah, I've got my, my spear then and then I've got my two javelins. Yep. And I'll, I guess I'll turn the last one into a dagger. Yeah. Which, that one is real easy. Just you, you take a bit of a stick and strap it around. Yeah. Yeah. Wrap leather on the base of it and carve a handhold in it. And you know those daggers where there's just like a hole in the middle of it and then it's like the you can punch people with the two? Yeah. Kind of like that.
2: Yeah. The uh, And so, at, at the end of the three days um, the, the ship finally passes over land and you can sort of gaze down into the it's odd, because Silverpine is a land that is almost perpetually dark, and it's not... The sun is out, and above above the ground you can sort of see everything is perfectly normal sunlight, and there's just a bit of cloud cover. Um, but there's... As you look down, everything is just sort of vaguely shaded and dark, like the trees are a very deep evergreen, as opposed to a more vibrant green that you would expect to see. The grass is very dark. Uh, Everything just kind of... There's a sense of... not foreboding, but forlornness to Silver Pine Forest. As everything just seems to be almost sad, and maybe a little oppressed.
0: Somebody turned on the noir filter.
2: (laughs) As... As you fly over the land you can just faintly make out below the the predations of wild animals upon other creatures in the forest and you see the occasional large bat circle beneath.
0: Uh um, there's a little one forsaken getting eaten by a wolf.
2: The uh and as as the as you pass over eventually you see the ruins of the former human capital of Lordaeron come into view. Oh
0: ah, look, there alliance, are Alliance players gaking newbies.
2: As the massive stone walls that had once formed the capital city of Lordaeron rise up from the horizon, you begin to see the sort of... the dilapidated nature of a once great city that has fallen to ruin. As you can see old towers that have just slowly... Crumbled over time, and the gatehouse that is still extant, but there are so many holes taken out of the wall that it's hardly a defensive structure anymore. The bridge that crosses over the moat, the door, doesn't even pull back anymore. It's just sort of laying across the dirt as the chains have been shattered a long time ago, and there's... Seems like someone has erected a portcullis in its place to sort of actually serve as a defensive barrier in in, in cases of emergency. And as you, as you fly over and <clears throat> pass by this sort of dilapidated ruined city, you see the broken down ruins of what was once a fountain in the, in the central courtyard of the main keep. And as you pass over, you eventually reach the Zeppelin Tower of the village of Rill, Uh which is the small hamlet just outside maybe about a, a half an hour or an hour's ride um, from from the capital city itself. And Brill has seen some changes over the past few years, but none of you are particularly familiar. But you see these very, very gothic-looking architecture has sort of been erected, these very grim-looking houses with very high-pointed roofs, and uh, and notable spikes in architecture designed to keep um, birds from perching uh, and to scare off any wild animals and the 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 glasswork and the, the the decor of these structures is very it's very hard to describe forsaken as a as an aesthetic, but this is sort of what you sort of begin to envision as you sort of form this this view in your mind. These dark purples and grays, and, and very very dark colors, and very muted colors, with this sort of faint greenish glow from most of the illumination uh, as you as the zeppelin tethers down, and you. Step out onto the faintly groaning wooden platform that's definitely sturdy enough to hold you, but it just ever so faintly just kind of groans under your under your weight as you step off into the Zeppelin Tower of Brill. Yes, but it's not a Zeppelin. <laughs>
3: it's
1: a
2: Zeppelin Tower. Yes, but it's not floating. As as you as you step off, um, there is there is a forsaken. There to meet you, and you. Some of you. This is the first. This is some, for some of you. This is the first time you ever see a Forsaken. Um, you, know, you see the. You get the stench of the rotting corpse of a former human, as this. This individual is more mummified. You would say he still got most of flesh on all of his body parts, but it's desiccated and drawn in. As his face is very sallow, and. <clears throat> the eyes that have sunken very deeply, they just have this ever-present sort of gleaming yellow glow, this um, sort of unnatural light to his eyes, his completely bald head aside from a few individual dangling locks of hair. As he approaches, he's sort of wearing this um, heavy studded leather armor. Uh, with a simple long sword and shield as he approaches and offers the forsaken ideal of a salute which is to stand perfectly ramrod straight and cross arms to shoulders uh, almost sort of like what you would imagine a burial pose but standing upright as he sort of offers this salute and looks at the group of you welcome
0: to the city of Brill I return the orc salute
3: (laughs) Shiano will return as one
0: Yeah. Same, same here. Are you all in need of guidance anywhere? <laughs> Did our contract have a particular contact?
2: No, it was an open mm-hmm. posting. It was for anyone anyone who wanted to to head to the to the Arathi Highlands.
0: We're looking to travel on to the Arathi Highlands. Directions would uh-huh. be
2: well. In that particular case, you're looking to ride to the southeast. <laughs> Um, there are a variety of different ways of achieving passage mm, but if you're looking for mounts you'd want to speak to Velma Warnham she is the stable keeper and the the mount trainer but if you are looking for potential mm, flight the the flight master of Brill would be on I actually trying to find. I look over at Jenga
0: yeah. I look back. Mounts would probably be preferable. Hmm. How much
1: life is around here? It's alive. It's just signed sort of
2: depressed. What kind of life is about here? There's us. Um, mostly Forsaken, but aside from the Forsaken, there is. I said life.
0: They are alive. That's racist.
2: I mean.
1: To my to my to my troll sensibilities. That's dead. <laughs> that was supposed to stay in the ground or be eaten.
2: It smells pretty good.
3: Yeah, please don't try to eat the Forsaken. <laughs> so
1: if,
2: you have, if you're looking if you're looking for bats, you'd want to speak to Morganus. Um, but as as far as life around there's aside from the plant life, you mostly see rodents and vermin. Um, there's not a lot of larger animals, at least not in the immediate vicinity of Brill. You suspect you might find wolves or um, larger spiders out in the forest.
0: I think ride. But the stable master you said.
2: Velwanum, okay. yes.
0: Think and which direction would that be? down the tower,
2: um, directly across to the across from the stat across from the statue of the Banshee Queen, uh, you will see the, the stables. They're difficult to miss. Look for the undead horses.
0: Thank you for your assistance.
2: Of course. He sort of nods at you, and you pass by him, and um, uh, Gumash and Jurok, uh also step by, exchanging some brief, brief, brief pleasantries with the guard. As you step down, You step onto a cobblestone um, main area, as it seems like the the majority of the groundwork of Brill, where there isn't grass, they've they've set up cobblestone to sort of make traversal easier. Um, And you can see these very large, gothic-looking structures. And in the center of the town square, there is a statue of what you can only assume to be the Banshee Queen of the Forsaken, Sylvanas Windrunner. It depicts a tall slender elf of... Sylvanas. No, none of you guys have. None of you have met Sylvanas.
0: No, we Didn't did. Last we week? did. During the siege. We did. She was there during... she came with us to fight the Alliance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've all met Sylvanas. Yeah, We've also all seen Forsaken for reference for because they were there. Yeah. She was and there with a bunch of her Dark Rangers. And I played one for an, an, an episode. Yeah, for a single episode. Yeah,
2: that's fair. Yeah, so. The uh, you see the statue of Silvana. Oh, yeah, Thaddeus, again. too. Yep. Oh yeah, you met Thaddeus. Yep. It's been a while. Um,
3: oh yeah, I'd forgotten about that.
2: But yeah, the the statue of Silvanus stands in the center of the town, um, with the the single placard at the base of it that simply says the Dark Lady watches over you. Um, and across from it, you do see a, a large stable and. Easily visible from within are the skeletal horses that serve as the primary mounts of the Forsaken. At least some of them just faintly move and twitch, and occasionally <laughs> issue out this sepulchral whinny that sounds vaguely echo ish and not quite
0: natural. I we found your aesthetic, Shiana. She will give you a dirty
3: look. Which, I mean, from Shiana to you, it's a look. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need to take ten minutes, and I will have a seat of my own if you would like to talk to this the old pastor. I mean, casting Feinstein. <laughs> Why can't I get spells like that? Because you're not a
2: it. Are there any living mounts here? Not in this stable. Are there any other stables? Nope. It's a small. It's a small hamlet. It's not exactly the kind of place that has more than one stable. You said we might find wolves. In the wilderness, yeah, theoretically. <sighs> I was just finding big one big enough to ride would be easy though. You'd probably need a dire wolf for that, and it does. This doesn't seem like. I mean, there might be but you suspect you'll probably mostly find typical sized wolves versus the dire wolves that you are are known to ride.
0: It is about to be a dire wolf in about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. A spiritual dire wolf, a spiritual wolf one might say.
2: So, you, 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 you do see a, a Forsaken tending to the skeletal horses. How
1: much tending does a
2: skeletal horse need? More than you'd expect, Annamal. You see, you see her sort of... There's this, this forsaken woman in sort of dark brown leather uh, with a, sort of a faint um, walking stick that she just kind of keeps around at her side as she kind of maneuvers around. She's got this sort of straw blonde hair that's sort of matted against the side of her face as as she walks among the skeletal horses. She just kind of very faintly adjusts, makes adjustments to them, offers them some rotted, like, well-worn-out apples that they just sort of eat out of habit, just sort of keeping up their habits of what they had during life, as they mostly seem content to stand where they are, but occasionally you will see that, like, one of the one of the horses seems to have. Um, oh yeah. Se- seems to have w- suffered a bit of damage to one of its hooves, and so you see her sort of lean down next to its foot and just kind of twist and pop the leg back into its proper alignment as the as the bone kind of clacks back into place. And she takes a moment and, s- and pulls um, a bit of a bit of stray rock out of the and resets the back up, back in alignment.
3: Well,
1: no other option I suppose. <laughs> I'm going to try to communicate
2: with the horses to see if they're at all recognizable. I mean they communicate like horses, just weird horses. Do they still have emotions? Vaguely.
1: These
0: aren't right. Muted, but there. Yep.
1: They seem content with their existence as dead things.
2: They don't seem bothered by it at this point. Do they seem to know it? They continue to exist, and that's about as much as they as you can expect them to understand. Okay.
3: I'll
1: go ahead and walk up. I take it you're the stable master?
2: Yes. Hello. Uh, she says as she sort of turns and stands and looks at the view. Yes, I'm Velma Warnum. I keep the stables here. Indeed. Uh, we, we would like to request a
1: mounts for a journey that we are taking to uh, the Arathi Highlands.
2: Well, my horses can get you there easily. Skeletal horses, you know, don't tire so there's no need to worry about having to stop and not push or mount too hard. Um, And there's an advantage there. Makes
3: sense. If you're willing to
2: deal. I know that the living don't always appreciate the look of the dead. But are you looking to rent or purchase? Mm. We're going to be making our
1: way
0: back here.
3: That's the question. How much is it to purchase?
0: Do they have intercity rental, drop, uh, inter-city rental drop-offs? intercity hmm.
1: drop Well, I mean, assume if we're going back to the Western Kingdom, we're going to kind of have to come back here. This is where the airships are. The question is how long do you put that rental as in that case? And depending on how much we end up getting tied into here.
3: I apologize for the squealing baby,
1: by the way. He's very happy, though. Is he? Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, No. Are you sure? Yeah, he's smiling.
1: <laughs> he's squealing with joy. doesn't look like a smile.
0: It looks like a frown.
3: No. No, you'd know it if you were unhappy. It would be a scream. That's not a scream? No. no, that's that's
0: like a squeal. Beatrice has damaged my ears because she doesn't. Where Gabriel was a fire hydrant, Beatrice is like a dagger right to your eardrum. She just has this. She has she has the ability to aim her screams. It's weird. Man, yeah, so just <laughs> squeal in your ear.
1: Useful skill. It is also
2: painful. Um, it would
0: be uh, the cost to purchase one of these would be um,
2: 100 gold for the purchase of. How much is it? As far as rental, typically speaking, the price. Lands about. i trying to find my like, travel prices.
3: <coughs> Do
0: they come back on the roof? They're a drop box somewhere. Okay. Crate? Do we ship them back to you?
3: Doesn't need arrows. <laughs> You just disassemble them and send them more food. That's why I was thinking Dropbox. Just yeah. disassemble them. Um,
2: typically speaking, it would be. Um. <coughs> <coughs> Six silver a day, and you would place a down payment for the amount of time you expect to be gone. And if you return and there is, you, if you return early, we will pay you uh, the difference. And if you return late, you will be expected to pay the difference.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, Renting would probably be best. Yes. Even if, even if we do buy, would we have a, a means of? taking the horses back with them Well, you, you'll you find
2: that the undead horses are very easy to keep on transport.
1: <clears throat> How long would the journey be from, the,
3: from
2: where we are to the Iraqi Highlands? Do I know that, or...? Um, typically speaking, it would probably be about... Eight,
0: sixteen... I mean, I've got
3: enough
0: well, undead horses to you yeah. Wait, you can? Unless that number was split between us. No, no it's, it's 500 no, each. We, we each have that. Yeah, that's yeah right. but
1: there's also better things to spend money on them. undead horses that we will use for
2: 50 days. Mm. You're probably looking at about a week's worth of travel, assuming eight hours a day, but with an undead horse, you can push that. So maybe five days?
3: Yeah.
2: Or less if you, just, if you let them run while you sleep.
1: You can't ride a horse while you sleep. You'd be surprised. You can get a cart. That's what carts are for. Riding takes an amount of energy.
2: I've been able to sleep while riding a motorcycle, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but you're not the one driving it. Yeah. Yeah, but the horse is undead. Yeah, but no, it still
1: no. Still requires direction. Also, uh, I'm just gonna it, trust the horse to follow to, to go. Into well, direction. I mean, the horse would follow roads, but you 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 can't riding a horse because the way they bounce up and down, they're not like motorcycles. Uh, mm-hmm. So probably, be like, so we're looking at like 33 gold if we do this for two weeks for
3: all of us that need bounce.
1: 33 gold each. Versus 100 gold each. Year. Oh, no, right. no, 33 gold for the lot of us if we rent them for two weeks. Yeah. Because it's if it's two weeks, that's 14. 14 times six is 84. So that's eight gold and four silver. Five. Yeah. No. 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 Days day. Per oh, day. Six sorry. silver a, a day. So it's like eight, eight and a half gold per person for two weeks. Yeah. So, butter, 3 gold, 6 silver. For
0: Pay for, for two weeks. Pay for three weeks, just for caution. We'll get it back if we get back before then. So,
2: 50 gold? Yeah, 50 gold, 4 silver. Two, yeah. two, two weeks sort of implies that you would be there and then immediately head back in less than a day. Because if it takes you a week to get there and a week to get back, that implies I mean, five that you don't days. spend any time because we'd ride a little yeah. bit more than eight hours. Yeah, that's fair. All right, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll do three weeks. We'll get paid back if we have to. So 50 gold, four silver. I'll go ahead and do that, then.
0: We'll negotiate that out. All right, four horses, then. There's a goblin there, too. Sorry, five horses? <laughs> um, He has the Kodos the, the
1: that are pulling his cart, so he can probably add on to that way without much trouble. You brought them with him, yes. Yes, Ugh. so can we, we had to pay for that specifically as well because up kind of no. driving a shredder on How many of us can ride in the cart? Uh, probably two or three, so and we
3: don't need to get all the
1: so because he's in the cart, obviously, yeah. And then we could put two more people in the cart, uh, probably.
3: Uh,
0: so it's kind,
1: of, kind of, of full up with junk, so yeah. But two of the lighter people, Hi. like Shiana and Lee, go in the cart. So and that, means that Brick and I could ride, and he's got his own mount.
0: So and she just Hi. prefers to be independent and not
1: have
3: to ride in the cart. Oh no, I was just surprised that I'm light, but I guess compared to other people in the party.
0: I mean, I'm 652 pounds. I mean, I am missing an arm. So.
1: <laughs> I mean, and we know how shoulder blades are in Warcraft. Shoulder blades weigh like 50 pounds each.
0: My do. Because I put all the sliders to maximum. <laughs> Alright, so final tally, 252
1: silver for three weeks for two of the horses.
3: That seems like our best option. No objections?
1: Two for it. All right. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna have to do now. That will limit, of course, our, our, our amount of riding time because the kodos do have to rest.
3: Yeah. But yeah, we're still they, they're coming
1: breathe. with they're coming with us anyway. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. By the time you guys get done with that, I am back with a ethereally glowing blue dire wolf. Yep.
2: Cool. Sort of faintly spectral
0: um,
2: wolf spirit
0: with a saddle and everything. With a, fa- with a faintly spectral blueful. Yep. Are we ready to ride?
2: Seems like it. And you, as you as you look around um, as you as you all gather up and prepare to ride, you see that uh, again looking over um Jeruk and and uh Gumash are also Gathering up, uh, seems like the two of them are just opting to purchase a horse as it, at the moment. Mm-hmm. As they as they both take a pair of the horses from the from the from the stable and um, mount, and prepare to ride uh, their own direction. They're heading more
0: straight south. Well, we're heading to the <coughs> islands, so we ride. Uh, Our first <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot. <laughs> I have, st- have to do it every time I say that. <laughs>
2: and so, um, as, you, as you're all getting ready, um, uh, Velma does point out be cautious if you're heading south. To reach the highlands, you will have to at least skirt around a significant amount of alliance territory.
0: That's not really a problem.
1: I'm gonna look around and see if there's a map that I can get a hold of, like a detailed map that's got all of the you know known border posts and stuff.
2: Uh yeah, you can probably find a decent side, a decent map. Okay. For how much? Uh probably about five silver. Okay. I'm gonna go into I'm gonna
1: go go find one, point at it point at the map. And stare at the, the shop owner.
2: Yes. You want to purchase the map? That will be five silver for the map. He walks out,
1: wherever you are, Shiana, a troll has grabbed your arm and is dragging you back to a shop. What
3: now?
1: <laughs> you are dragged into a shop, and I he points me. at the map.
3: You want the map? <laughs> What's he pointing to on the map?
1: He's point pointing to the map. He's like, the map as a whole.
3: Do you want to purchase the map? How much for the map?
2: Five silver for the map.
3: <laughs> Take it out of his.
2: Takes the five silver, pulls the map out, puts it in the case for you. Immediately
1: unfold the map and begin studying the, the topographical features in the border so I can find the... So I can recognize the features as we ride to make sure that we avoid any,
2: you know, bad people. As an outlander, you have a sort of instinctive knowledge for that, so sort of glancing over the map, you get a general idea of what you'd be looking for. Mm -hmm.
3: How many silver pieces are in a gold piece?
2: Ten,
0: so half a gold. you. You lose one gold, gain five silver. All right, we've got map, we've got mounts. <clears throat> Anything else we need? Food. All right, I should
1: mm-hmm. rations, right now. Yeah. Gear. The troll has a way of finding food. I've got gear, rations.
3: Shannon's already talked to Leaf about don't let him eat me if I die, right?
0: I I, would, I, I just naturally, naturally eat me. don't let. I'm him not, eat. not aware Most of that conversation, so I don't know that you have. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like
3: at some point over the year, she told people not to let the troll eat her if she dies.
0: Oh, would you not be more concerned about him potentially stuffing you and using you as an idol? Before?
3: Don't let him do anything to my body.
0: Understood. Would you like to be burned?
2: Uh, that is that is traditional forks, Yes.
3: <laughs> Probably safest.
2: Okay.
3: Make sure I'm dead first. Uh,
0: I will do my best to make sure you're dead. Orcs, Orcs burn their dead. Really handy. It makes it hard for them
2: to turn it on dead. Not impossible, though. Not impossible, but difficult to figure out a way with Nazgrim.
0: Witch <laughs> King cheats. He does.
3: Right. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll get some Russians, I don't know if I had any in the last game. But...
0: Tari goes back with a crate of boxed lunches. (laughs) I've got my rations. Just a bunch of lunchables.
3: Lunchables
2: And most of most of the rations that you'll find around here are like mushrooms. Um, the the Forsaken do have. They understand that people need to eat. um, and even Forsaken. Can eat and enjoy the, the substance. If it, even if their taste is very muted, everything tastes faintly attached ash to them. Um, but
0: like vampires.
2: Um, but the uh, most of the stuff that they grow, food wise, is usually mushroom based um,
0: or pumpkins.
3: I'm
0: fine with that. So one of the spells in the Pathfinder playtest is called telekinetic projectile. Where you just basically pick a thing and fling it at somebody? It's a catapult. Mm, like catapult. I, like, yeah, like catapult. But but it's an attack roll instead of a saving throw, so it's better than catapult. Um, uh, that depends on what you're facing. <laughs> it's better than catapult. Catapult never hits. I've cast. I've um, never hit anything. Whenever I've I cast hit catapult. multiple things with catapult. With the whole campaign uh, in your life, so you know. I have never hit anything with catapult. But anyways, um, I really want to. I really want to make a mage that has like. Throwing like uh, playing cards that they use for the for the ammo, can you, it can be literally anything and it does force damage. It's just like, <laughs> you want to be gambit. Yeah, basically mage gambit. Mage
3: gambit.
2: But so you you gather supplies. Um, fun thing about mushrooms is they don't rot that quickly. They grow on rot, <laughs> as it turns out. Mushrooms have mushrooms are very slow to go bad. Especially, especially when prepared properly.
1: This why they're working with fantasy mushrooms, as opposed to real mushrooms. Then. Yeah. Because yeah. real mushrooms go bad real quick. Yeah. But. Warcraft physics. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this, was, was, this is more a case of Warcraft biology, actually, or yeah. Warcraft chemistry,
0: really. No, I think which is, is equally, different. you know. Warcraft ecology, really. <laughs> the ecology of Warcraft.
2: The, the the mushrooms that you find are mostly corpse mushrooms, as it turns out.
0: Yep. This was once a dead person.
2: It happens. But they they're they're very efficient at something, preserving something. Them. Circle of life.
1: It's
0: I wonder life. how does how does eating a mushroom that grew out of a corpse uh, fare on the cannibalism scale?
1: It's like a two. You're, you're, you're a bit of a ways away from cannibalism you're, at that point. You're,
0: you're like, you're, you're eating corpse adjacent.
1: It's sort of like eating a lion that ate a person.
0: Mm, tastes like humans.
1: <laughs> In a different campaign, I had an elvish paladin and um, we got attacked by a land shark and the land shark ate somebody. And then he we killed it. And my guy was like, well, this will feed us for a month and all of our, supp- our, our caravan full of food got destroyed so he carved up uh, land shark steaks.
0: <laughs> Just don't
1: think about what was it, what went into it previously. Well, we didn't eat the offal, so I, to be fair, when I was carving the thing up and get, removing the offal, I found half the guy. Yep. <laughs> I removed him and gave him a proper burial.
2: <laughs> there you go. But anyways,
0: we ride. Yeah, the, the mushroom.
2: The mushrooms <laughs> are very. The mushrooms are very easy to preserve. Yeah, I should say they—they they would probably, you know, this go bad really nice, but quickly. Comparatively, with how mushrooms typically go, I used to work in food service, um, but I still work in food service. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I used to work specifically with mushrooms a lot.
3: Goodbye, Jones. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Sweet Shop doesn't do a lot of mushrooms. I used to work at a pizza place. We Why? don't like mushrooms a lot. But
1: Because Tempa have... won't let me do the fun things. She won't let me make the uh, barbecue chicken cupcake. Mushroom cupcake.
0: Shroom cupcake. Shroom cake. <laughs> Shroom cake. <laughs> can, you, can you powderize mushrooms and turn it into flour? No. Too much moisture. Uh, can you powderize mushrooms? Mustrooms?
3: Mushrooms? Mushrooms. <laughs>
1: Theoretically, you can powderize
2: anything. I feel like you'd paste it, but you'd, you'd paste it, it. If,
1: yeah. unless you dried them first. They'd be paste.
0: So could you turn mushrooms into icing then? Yes. What would mushroom icing taste like? Mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it taste like. <laughs> it might not though, because some things when they get changed like that. Taste well, it very depends good. on what kind of. There's lots of different kinds of mushrooms.
1: It's if stuck. you use the right kind of shiitake mushrooms, yeah, you can get a very meaty icing. Mm.
0: This actually <laughs> tastes
1: like meat, <laughs> and then we put bacon on it. It's made of mushrooms, though, but it tastes like meat. It's have you have you ever had uh, shiitake bacon? No, I have not. It's really good. I'm not gonna say it tastes like bacon, but it tastes really meaty. To be fair, I also haven't eaten bacon in like 20 years,
2: so there's that. But that you know, as you as you all gather your food and and prepare to head out, um. You all look around, and everything's gathered up. The kodos are hitched and are hitched and ready to go. I have a massive spirit wolf. Yep.
0: It's bigger than other dire wolves because I'm bigger than other orcs. <laughs> the scale ratio. Yeah, it's the mount. It's the mount scale.
2: Yeah.
0: Two people on the same mount. One mount is bigger by virtue of the person being bigger.
2: <laughs> we're, riding, we're riding the same wolf, but mine's bigger. It's because i have a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: question Warcraft physics.
0: I like that. The, I mean, I, I like that, fa- that the spell Find steed is basically the mount functionality in Warcraft. In, in Warcraft, yeah. <laughs> Click. Do do do, do, do 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 Ting. That's actually wait. If we if we if we translate the amount of time it takes to summon your mount in Warcraft to ten minutes, we actually have a better time scale. I
2: know. I, we did. We, I have established a time scale working with Jack. Based on the based on the established idea that it takes about a day to ride from Stormwind to Goldshire, which we then extrapolated that amount of time. It roughly breaks down uh, we had a very quick and easy comparison. I before. wonder
0: how it compares to saying that, that amount that, that amount of time is ten minutes on the boat. We should we should do that experiment. <laughs> See if it the, the mount the mount summoning time is ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Assuming the mount summoning time is ten minutes, how long does that mean that everything <laughs> else is?
2: Probably a very cute number. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you you all begin your you all begin your journey, um, and as you as you ride out, um, you are immediately struck by how quiet Silverpine Forest is. Like the you're very used to even the the Barrens, which was a desert, was not just quiet. You could hear. The sounds of life, the the insects scrabbling, the the creatures of the of the yes. desert, um, the of uh, Durotar, um, but here in Silver Pine, there's just the only sound that is always present is just the whistling of the wind, as it rustles through trees, and the panting of the kodos, and the noise of the kodos, and the faint thumping of their of their of their feet and the clatter of horse hooves. but everything else is eerily quiet, just occasionally broken by the screech of a bat or the distant howl of a wolf.
0: Or the demonic gurglings of a koala. (laughs) Koalas sound like demons. You're not wrong.
1: (laughs) Actually, let's clarify this. To be fair, we have no idea what demons sound like. So I imagine somebody was like, it was like, I wonder what demons sound like. And, and they, they pulled a, a koala, koala, koala out of their pants, that's and the koala it. made that sound. They're like, yep, that's it. That's it. They pulled
3: a koala out of their pants?
1: Don't question. Have me. you ever been to Australia?
0: No. They, they're marsupials, you see. <laughs> they have a pouch. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the koala pulling the person out of their pants? <laughs> Who says that person was <laughs> also a koala?
3: Is, why are we pulling things out of our pants?
0: Because they're marsupials. <laughs> Where where else are you going to pull them out of?
1: Yeah, (laughs) because if there's a koala in your pants, you definitely
0: want it out. (laughs) (laughs) And they have, and they make this weird demon sound, just like this way too in general. This way too deep and loud, like braying.
2: I need to hear what a koala sounds like now. I'm
0: looking it up right now. Not right
2: now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right now. we will find out after the game. (laughs) No, we're finding
0: out right now. It is imperative to to our adventure. (laughs) Ah, That's a koala.
2: That does sound like a demon. That's not a koala. No, that's
1: also a koala. They make both those sounds.
2: Sounds like a demonic pig. True. Sounds like Ganon. It <laughs> hey, sounds like Ganon. You don't like.
1: Koala. This is my new cannon. Cannon is a
0: koala. Please stop.
3: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm picturing Ganon now, that's all I can hear. They are,
0: they are, a little demon, but bears. No. All right, so
1: let's bring this tangent
0: way, no, way back in life. More koalas in pants.
1: Oh. Bring it back.
0: So the sounds uh, of the bats are uh, the We're putting of the koalas coales back, back coales. in our pants. No! No! Don't do that! That's a terrible idea if you want to live for very long. <laughs> anyway.
1: What even is this group?
2: As you as you travel, again, this the,
0: the eerie silence of silver Pines will greets you. Yeah, you're playing Gran Terra one day you're just gonna I'm just gonna pull up the sound of a koala and start playing it. <laughs> Uh, life
2: is good. As you, as you continue on, the, the... While it was interesting to view from the air, from the ground, the darkness of Silverpine is almost oppressive. As, you, as everywhere you look, you begin to see shadows, and it's, it's very easy to get the impression that something is watching you. As you, as you feel the silence pressing in, and just occasionally you hear a leaf or a tree or a bush nearby rustle and, and sway in the wind. And you occasionally hear the sound of an animal that sounds like it could be nearby or it could be far off. The The echo patterns of silver, fine, of silver pine are all kinds of messed up. As you, as you maneuver around this place's natural sadness kind of presses in as you sort of are laid bare to the realization that this was once one of the shining paradises, as as much as one could be found, of civilization in the world until one day there came the Scourge. And this place has never been the same, even even as the taint of, of, the, of the plague of undeath has been Largely removed, this place has never quite recovered from the experiences
0: that happened here.
2: I feel like there this would be, be more
0: impactful if any of us were mm-hmm. alive. I mean, I'm it's still present. It that, that that feeling
2: of loss and sadness is still there. Also, um, hi.
0: You left that behind. Hmm? I mean, only kind of. <laughs> Half-orcs aren't alliance races. They're particularly despised by the alliance. Because what I mean, yes, but that doesn't mean is. I particularly despise the alliance. No, I'm just saying. It would be more impactful if we were
2: alliance races. Probably, but it's still there. And for those of you that care anything about life or nature, which means not the rogue.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I care about right. nature. A minute ago you were caring about life, too. Pardon? A minute ago you were
1: caring about life. I care a lot too. about life. Human life. An animal life, preferably about the same scale.
2: But as you as you ride, it's How do the spirits here feel? Muted. Um, even the spirits here are less vocal, more lethargic. This this place has seen much pain, and the spirits seem to feel that pain just by being present here. It it is not place the the, the the spirits around here are somber they are they still feel the pain that was exacted here over over a decade ago well almost a decade ago not quite but this this place is still scarred heavily. And it doesn't show as much on the surface, but it—it's a presence. This place, this place isn't scarred like some places you've seen. <clears throat> Even from the cataclysm, the cataclysm doesn't seem to have affected this place all that
3: much.
2: It's—it's in, it's interesting to see a different kind of pain, because you saw—you saw much of the, the earth-shaking effects of the cataclysm in Kalimdor, but here you don't see as much of that, but you see a much older wound from a different source. As you travel, as the as what can pass for night falls on Terra's Fall for the first time in your journey, the already oppressive shadows become even darker mm-hmm. as light shies away from this world and you find yourself <coughs> in the deep darkness of Tyra's Fall. Oh, yeah.
3: I think most of us have vision.
0: Yep. Uh, yes. I think all of us have dark vision except,
1: except for Torrin.
3: I don't.
0: Does the half
2: Yes. You know the half races get the best of both worlds. In, fish,
1: do, mm-hmm. in 3 they do, in 3-5 they just kind of suck. In second edition, though, they got elves, the best of it.
0: Half elves have to sleep; they don't get the tricks. They don't. They don't get all the best. Yeah, of but they also get
1: three free skill proficiencies, which is absurd. No, it's two. Two
0: free skills. No, it's three.
3: It's
1: ridiculous. Half elves
3: are
1: a, a very powerful race in 5e.
0: You get efficiency in two skills of your choice
1: I don't believe you I um, don't care if you're reading from the book.
0: It's it's two, trust me. I don't they don't do odd numbers in the design.
1: <laughs> it, they still they get two free skill points when they whatever they want. Yep. So
0: <clears throat> Isles. Uh. Half elves are skill monkeys. These ones as well. Uh. Humans humans get a free tr- get a free feet.
2: Yep. But
3: which is also really The wings are going to be kind of uneven. Keep, keep
1: yeah,
0: floating around like that, right? Yeah, I'm adjusting them a little bit. The Would the other the other wing be here?
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: it's going to be so it's going to be like having. I'm, I'm, I'm going
1: to. Position a bit differently. I'm getting just getting a general idea of how it looks right now. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: for those of you very confused, I'm currently designing a uh, designing the logo. Yes. Do we have this logo on our armor already? No. No. He's designing it in game as well. Ah, I see. Because he's the tailor. He's making us.
0: Um, I
1: can legitimately make tabards for, for us. He's making tabards for us. Tabards and, and banners.
0: I do have a frayed horde banner. That can be mended into a guild banner. <clears throat> yep.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm just wearing the Soaring Fang. I'm just wearing Snack friend. So.
0: I do have a, hmm. a, a, a. It is currently hitched to my uh, to my saddle as well. The my my horde banner that yeah. I get for being a Dark Horse survivor. Yep. <laughs> you just take care of the mascot. Oh yeah. Mascot. <coughs> <Let's go>. My <laughs> PvP flag is up. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So you, I uh, really didn't want to get that flag. It's so nice. Which flag? Like, if you if you do the world PVP, the world mode PVP, you yeah. can get your faction's banner oh. on your back. Mm. You can get you can get the blade master sashimono. Yeah. Um, but.
0: Uh. Didn't we have a banner of the boar? Mm. I feel like that might have been the other, I feel like I did have a banner of the boar or something, or some sort of magic banner. I will have to go back and look have to look at the last few episodes. Or
2: I find my magic item tabs, yeah. my magic item sheets that I hand out to everyone.
0: Because I, th- I feel like we had a banner at some point, and, and I was the, the only one who would have used it because I was going to Blademaster out um, But anyway. Right. Um,
2: where are you guys intending to uh, camp out for this
0: evening? Are there any, like, denser clusters of trees? or? Mm-hmm. Looking at where you're at right now,
2: um, you can see, uh, vaguely ahead of you, you can see a fork in the road uh, with a road sign um, that sort of marks the demarcation of a split in the road that heads somewhere. Um, The trees here are relatively sparse. You can sort of see a good distance into
0: the forest. I'd recommend camping at the fork well-traveled enough that, it, that there's a signpost there. It's less likely for beasts to wander near. I don't think anyone All else has another There answer. are
1: no objections. No. <laughs> right, so where are we camping? Uh, at the fork. At the fork, and the fork in the road. Yeah. I'm going to uh, check the area, just to make sure that there's nothing Hostile
2: about Tyrus Folk that's the region you're in. Sorry, Silver Pine is south. Mm-hmm. So it's... the troll is checking the area. Right. Um uh, go ahead and roll me survival check. Uh seventeen. Um you definitely get the uh, the sensation of Animals that are sort of keeping an eye on you. They're not. You're large and you're in a group, so they're sort of keeping their distance, but you are definitely have been observed by a large number of the the wildlife around you.
1: Cool. What would be the best way to keep them from becoming any more interested
2: in us? Uh, Probably starting a fire. Okay. Um. That's I start,
0: it. I start a fire.
2: The uh, the sign the signpost by the way indicates that you can head north up to this road to reach the Ball near Farmstead.
1: All right. Uh, I'm going to while I'm out scouting the area. Once I'm done with that, start getting food.
0: All right. I will I will put my totem down, sort of just throw my totem into the ground, and start putting together a fire. A campfire. Uh, so you set up a campfire
2: while you're while the uh, the, the the troll is out foraging. Um, <laughs> you're mostly able to find um, with your with your snares and your and your hunting ability. You're able to m- you find mostly um, small animals, um, some rabbits, uh, some uh, um, some rabbits and squirrels. Um, a variety of there's a couple of spiders that are large enough that might provide okay. some substance.
1: Perfect. Um, cool. Any plant matter to bring back as well?
2: Um, there's a couple of individual plants um, that grow around this area that might be useful for um, either herbal remedies or for um, seasoning, but none of them are super nutritious by themselves to say. It'd still be nice to get a little bit of filler,
1: help with fiber and stuff, but yeah. yeah, mostly.
2: All right, bring those
1: back. Um, the you started the fire, Garrick. Yep. The troll will uh, pull out a. Uh, will grab a large ro- uh, flat rock, put it over the fire, grab some of his uh, smaller knives and. Um, what, what what used to be the shield of an alliance member that he started using as a skillet. It was a brown dwarven shield and, and it works well as a skillet now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it would. And um, begins prepping the food. He makes sure to keep the the spiders on the side because he's learned apparently some of you people don't like eating spiders for some reason. So, I don't uh, get it. Yeah, he and
0: Leaf will eat the spiders. The rest of you can get the,
3: the whatever else. squirrels. Mm-hmm.
0: I will sit there and begin sharpening my full blade. Yep. So I draw out this massive great sword that's vaguely in the shape of a katana.
3: Shannon will uh, work on some leather.
0: Sh- okay, go ahead and roll me leather leatherworking.
2: Just one. Yep. Good evening.
3: Ooh, twenty-seven.
2: It's a natural twenty. Yeah,
3: that was a natural twenty. All right, so
2: natural twenty will make that two days of progress.
0: I don't suppose I can improve the, blade, improve the edge on my full blade at all, can I? I mean maybe with a little bit of work. With my blacksmithing skills. Go ahead and roll it. It'll take some time. What 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 attribute? As you trying to sharpen the blade, roll me agility. Yeah, just trying to trying to improve the blade somehow. Uh it's a fourteen. Right. You make you begin to make progress. It'll take some time. <sighs> See if I can't hold this to a uh, hone this to an even finer edge. What skill am I using for rolling cooking? Um, you have the cooking trade skill?
2: I do. Roll that. Roll that, and use a spirit.
1: Cool. Um, Twenty-seven natural twenty.
2: <laughs> nice. You make a very hearty meal out of these out of these spiders. Raccoon or raccoons, spiders, rabbits. You might, there might be a couple of raccoons in there.
1: So I've also taken some of the bone meal and uh, some of the bones and ground it into a meal to make um, cakes to serve them on. Nice. Uh, so you can make sure to get your nutritional, get all of your calcium and that sort of thing. Is there? They're very nutritious meals. Yep. Everything you need, nothing goes to waste. And uh, there's a couple uh, spit roasted spiders for for particular individuals that have been. Very carefully made with uh, local herbs and stuff. Very hearty. Um, They've actually makes really well with the mushrooms, Mm -hmm. like the mushrooms and the spiders. You get a really uh, meaty flavor. Cool. And crunch. Crunch. By this point, you've all learned that the troll horrendous mouthfeel. (laughs) Oh no, it's a great mouthfeel. Like it's got a, re- it's it's like the perfect piece of fried chicken. It's got the perfect crunch on the outside, and then it's all juicy and tender in the middle.
0: Except for the poison.
1: I mean, he dealt with that. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to roast the hairs off the spider. Also, the two of us have the highest cons of the party.
0: I'm immune to disease. So well, like, <laughs> my con is slightly lower now, but. What's your? No, my con. What's my
1: your con con's is 14. fourteen. What's your? It was sixteen. I okay. think My con is eighteen. My con's sixteen. Regardless. I think in the old system it was 16, but in the old system I had stupid stats. <laughs> That's the thing about taking racial classes, they're mostly your stat bumps. Yeah. So it's a hearty meal all around.
0: I had much better stats than 3-5 as well, but 3-5 right, so is all about building your stats to stupid levels. <laughs> uh, your stats wouldn't have been different, your numbers wouldn't have, been, though.
1: You're I'm also not quite as min max because I have slightly more charisma and slightly more dexterity. Oh, yeah, I didn't and take not wisdom. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Regardless, Anyways. good food for all, and uh, everybody, you get an additional two hit dice because you ate my food. Yeah. Because I have that feast.
0: Additional two hit dice to We're spend? Couple, yeah, for the yeah, next yeah. day. Okay. Right. yeah, yeah. So rather than seven, we have nine. Nine. Because the gourmand feed is good. It's very useful. They need
2: to take, need to take a short rest. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, 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 you I'm,
1: guys need to take short rest. Destroy to dodge. <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> the... Uh... Out of combat, keep dodging. Why are you dodging to regain hit points. Well, place? it does specifically say when you take the dodge action in combat, so they,
2: they, they thought of that.
1: Come at me, bro, I need to get into a fist fight with you as well. <laughs> Dodge repeatedly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, I'm, ta- I'm. I'm going to take the blade mastery feat for my next feat, because it makes using the sword better, and it makes you better at using a sword. Anyways, feel my hand
2: anymore. You're passing out, Austin. Go late, yeah, it's a
0: yeah. Well,
2: go it's a little early, um, but it's also a shorter episode because it's a little
0: early, but we're also a little late.
2: Yeah, we're a little late. It balances itself out as you as you all rest for the evening and prepare for the next morning to continue your journey as you begin to as you make your way through and you begin to see the large wall that forms the bulwark as it is known um, approaching in your, in, your, in your view as you begin to approach the crossing from Fall Glades into the area known according to your map as the Western Plaguelands that's where we'll end for the night
0: Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Farewell. Oh, wow. Goodbye. Bye.